Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. We're all back. We're all and back we're again. We're all back together. Consistency. That's what we like to see. <laughs> That's what the listeners ask for, and we That's give what them they what want. they want. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, had, I did have to leave town for, for a family emergency, and then... Um, I immediately like apologized in our group chat. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm breaking consistency. Like we literally <laughs> just talked about this. Yeah. Like, but like fault. we said, I mean, that's, that's why we do it. That's what we, where we got, you know, multiple uh, it's hosts planned. on. It's, it's built yeah. in for that. So it, it was a good episode. Lots of good news that we got to cover last week. And uh, now we get to all be together as one talking about more Nintendo good times. Yeah, I played so much Nintendo too. So it's, uh, I actually did a Nintendo. This will be fun. We should do this for all of us. My boss's kid for his five, I don't know what grade he's in, maybe fifth or fourth or something like that. He had to do a report. I don't know if it was a report. It wasn't a report. It was on Nintendo, but I think it was a company like interview somebody that knows information about something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he picked me to do this Nintendo interview. So he asked me, all these questions and it was really fun. So it was, you know, the first question was like, what Nintendo consoles or games do you think are the worst? How long have you been playing (laughs) Nintendo four? What are some of your favorite games in series? What are your favorite? uh, What's your favorite console? What are some interesting facts? Um, What was the first Nintendo game you remember playing? Um, Favorite character, you know, things like like that. That sounds like fun. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. Good questions too. Yeah, really good. I think I think I assume that he came up with all the questions, so it, it was good. Yeah. And then I, I told my boss, I was like, "Take a look at these answers; are really good. You mm. should give me a raise. <laughs> <laughs> you should give me a raise. <laughs> I'm going to be giving your kid a good grade in class because I gave him such good information. You should bump up my pay. Should probably do How that. About some more compensation. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so that was fun. We we should um we should all take it together. I'll make a copy of it, and then we can all maybe yeah. one, do a bonus do like a one. Special yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be awesome. Do a bonus fun. round where we answer his questions. He'd be like, guys, I'm good. The, I got the grade. I do not care anymore about what you give me. <laughs> That'd be I'm cool. Like, and in fact, you can listen to this entire podcast. Yeah, so. exactly. He's like, oh, why did I ask him? Oh, my God. <laughs> you open a no, can of worms. That would be fun. Definitely, definitely get a list <laughs> yes. of those and, and we'll do a bonus round. That'd be fun. Awesome. All right, I'll, get to, I'll get that together. I'll get together. Well, all right. Let's get to the news then. Uh, a few weeks ago, we reported that Nintendo, uh, the Nintendo uh, IDs, the the old Nintendo network IDs were, were um, hacked, if you will, stolen, and people were buying all the things in Fortnite, which is terrible. Um, this is all because um, just some 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 back end, you know, a data breach uh, that happened in April. And then if you didn't have two-factor authentications and you had your Nintendo identification, like linked to your account that was linked to the Fortnite account, then there's possibilities that uh, that could have been impacted. Well, it, it does look like uh, perhaps even more accounts were, were hacked. Nintendo came out with, that said, about 140,000 additional ones um, were, were potentially hacked um, or accessed maliciously. Um, all the uh, passwords have been reset, so you will know if your password was magically reset that perhaps that you should turn on two-factor authentication. Uh, they did say, though, that even though that a lot of people in this, it seems like a big number, that's less than 1% of all Nintendo network IDs were sure. impacted. And also, mm-hmm. all necessary refunds are being processed, so don't you worry. That's good. Yeah, that is good. I mean, it is crazy because it's essentially double what they initially 
told us. But when you put that in perspective, less than 1%, it doesn't seem as extreme as maybe when you hear the numbers initially, you think, oh my goodness, you know, but I did not get an email. So I'm assuming I was not uh, part of this at all. And at least I didn't see an email, but a couple of weeks back, we did change. We, I think we did it on the air. We talked about how we went through and set up that two-step verification. So yeah, got to do that. Now, I think it was two weeks ago that we talked about the Super Nintendo world. There was a top-down kind of aerial shot of everything, and we got super excited about it. Well, guess what? There are now ground-level photos leaking. Uh, There were some that showed up on Twitter magically and showed uh, pictures of Mushroom Kingdom. You get to see some pyramids and a goal flag. Uh, Looks super cool. They're mostly photos of there's like a really big background image kind of showing the space as being bigger than it actually is. And then there's things like brick walls being built, a lot of trees. Uh, It looks really cool. The more I see about it, the more excited I get. So I... (laughs) I had a different take on this. I thought it looked kind of janky when I saw these these new photos. And I know I realized that we're sitting in what I've read is a water world yeah. sort of experience. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of – to paint the picture, you were, we're sitting in a stadium for water world and you can supposedly see the hills in the background. And that's kind of what you're looking at. And – it's 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 basically a, a billboard and then behind that is like the tower that peaks up so it's kind of like a mix between you know this forced perspective and what is actually mm-hmm. there the only, i think what breaks it for me though is seeing edges of buildings and like the clear edge of the the billboard and i'm yeah. assuming that's going to get fixed like mm. i know we're not done yet right i don't think it's done yeah. but it definitely no, breaks it's still in the that. middle of construction yeah and i think yeah. that's what i need to see i need to kind of get past where you can see a very clear edge and it looks like a sign it looks like a, a you know whatever i think once that's resolved it'll be very cool but right now i was kind of like oh man i hope that's not the end of it because it looks a little like I definitely like a movie think this is yeah it's definitely gonna be not this <laughs> they have one of the photos where you can actually see a whole area where there's water and then there's rocks and then there's trees and then of course there's a billboard behind that and i think that looks really neat it's just the other photos that you're focusing on yes they're in the middle of construction for sure yeah and this one's confusing yeah. because you like you said michael you're you're in this water park which yeah. is not in the nintendo world so you're I was confused when I saw it. I was like, what is what am I even looking at here? And yeah. you have to look beyond it. And yeah, I'm I'm fascinated to say because I mean, it almost looks like it's photoshopped, but uh, it does, yeah. in, in a way, <laughs> the, the, the one that I like the most is probably the final photo, which is of the actual physical things. And it, it makes it look really nice. But yeah, I think that they're just in the process. Right. And someone's mm-hmm. working at the park currently and is like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, snap snap a few shots. It's nice seeing it at least on ground level. Like we we only had those aerial views. So, Mm. you know, it kind of gives a little bit more uh, perspective on how big some of this may be because Mm -hmm. you could see like the tower that is ways off if they're sitting in water world and they're looking way off into the distance and they see sort of the the tower sticking out with the flag and stuff and on it, it. it, it definitely seems like it's got some serious scale to it. So I cannot wait to see more images from from this and see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Now, something that has people just a buzz all over the internets is that Nintendo has recently applied for multiple 
trademarks. On the 12th of May, they this is like one of the most trademarks they've applied for in quite a while. And the, it's a pretty extensive list. We, it was already Mario Party, which we already knew was coming out soon. That releases July 17th. But it was also Excite you mean Paper Truck. Mario? Paper Mario, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Excite Truck, which is uh, an older 2006 Wii title. And then there was Hardware, which people are like, oh boy, what does this mean? 2001 Game Boy Advance, a Wavebird, which if which I had, but if you don't know, it was a wireless controller for the GameCube. And then the 2012 Wii U system. To be honest, this is probably just for protection of the ip but people are questioning what could this mean what are we going to see what's going <laughs> to happen but i i honestly think nintendo is just doing this so they can protect their ip i don't think i think people need to calm down mm-hmm. you know let's just take a breath and uh maybe see excite truck maybe that'll come out actually who knows in in relation to paper mario seeing how they already filed the trademark for that we do know that exists maybe we will be seeing excite truck but i don't know I think it's just, uh, you know, they want to protect themselves and, and they need to reapply those applications to do that. It'd be interesting to see the conspiracy theories that some people will come up with because, <laughs> you know, there's going to be some really crazy ones. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Like, I mean, the wave bird, I, I can't see a need for, you know, something like that coming out again. So I would assume that kind of goes hand in hand with them just protecting the name but who who knows it's nintendo they do some crazy stuff and people that you you say anything about a trademark being applied for people have a long laundry list of possibilities of what that means for the future yeah sure yeah the yeah. weirdest one to me is the me mm. but that was mm-hmm. also one of the the trademarks which of all things a customizable avatar to, to yeah. trademark that it just seems but, kind of strange but it makes sense though because that's that's very closely tied to nintendo right and if they mm-hmm. let that trademark fall through the cracks and all of a sudden me is available for anybody to to, to to use or steal yeah well now you know they have it on everything so they have to protect that although i am in for a new excite truck game let's make it happen i'm ready <laughs> no okay <laughs> just kidding don't don't <laughs> <laughs> So we all know that the Nintendo Switches, there's been shortages all over the world. Uh, Well, it continues in the UK. Uh, Apparently, the Nintendo official UK store is completely sold out and other retailers are taking advantage of this and just trying to make money on it. So there's the high street retailer Game, uh, G-A-M-E is like the name of the place, has plenty of Switch console bundles available at extremely inflated prices so what they're doing is they're basically taking a switch console adding two games to the bundle to try to kind of get rid of their stock but also add on to the price so um for example you can get super smash brothers ultimate and luigi's mansion 3 with a console for about 413 i'm sorry 409 pounds which is about 513 dollars and this is about 25 to 38 dollars more than rrp so it's, it's almost like they're forcing these games on people to try to sell their because they know people are going to buy switches so why not force the stock on them make more money and mm-hmm. you know sell more stuff uh, there's other retailers also doing this such as amazon uk uh, any that were on amazon uk have recently been removed they're not there anymore but there's also lesser known shops that are do something similar so kind of gross they were... that they're increasing those prices so much just to get rid of stuff but i wonder if they were removed or sold 
Probably you know sold I mean? because like, everybody they, wants I, a Switch right now. That's what I'm saying. People yeah. are just like, well, forget it. I, I guess I'll pay the extra. I there's nowhere else I can get it. So they yeah. just take advantage. Yeah, I'm 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 not, you know, I used to work at GameStop way back in the day and whenever there was a new console, you know, the you would always there's two two benefits to this. One, it deters um people that are looking to resell. So resellers that can just pick up all the consoles and then resell them for a high price. It's like, oh, you got to buy the game. So it, it, it detracts them. And then there's also like inventory. Like, you know, you as a retailer don't make any money off of the console. If they use a credit card, especially an Amex, like you'll lose money on that transaction. So like bundling is good. The difference is at GameStop, like we, the, I remember all the bundles and people are like, oh, GameStop. But I don't remember a time in which we charged more than retail price yeah, i feel like that's a deal a that's that's the whole idea of a bundle is it's a deal it's this a, is not a, a deal <laughs> yeah it's a deal or it's a, the yeah. same amount like i i know that um yeah our, our buddy our buddy luke was looking to, to pick up a switch light and the only way he could get one is if he picked it up with animal crossing included well he was going to buy animal crossing anyway so that that worked out okay mm-hmm. but besides that it's like i i'm on the best buy website like they don't even exist no switches exist and no even that yeah. bundle sold out so it's, it's just a, a crazy world right now so yeah mm-hmm. <sighs> crazy there no don't worry best buy is selling refurbished switch lights for 195 dollars. so five dollars off you save five dollars on that refurbished <laughs> sold out though sold out. <laughs> so don't worry uh, well, talking about uh, selling switches, even though you can't buy one, uh, it has been uh, the highest month in uh, any console since 2009 for sales. Wow. Um, the NP, yeah, it's kind of crazy. In, in what's that, 11 years? NPD numbers yeah. came out. Um, basically, consoles flying off the shelves, um, software, accessories, game cards. They toppled $977 million dollars which is 52 percent higher than the same time last year um, that is the highest track spend since may 2008 so which was 1.2 billion so pretty close there this is crazy just the amount of consoles there switches year-to-date sales remain the highest in video game console history they've been flying off the shelves like we said you can't even find them uh, matt piscatella uh, released a bunch of the npd numbers which were not only for the game consoles, but just the the sales in general. So um, for the best sellers across all in May, um, Animal Crossing landed at 7, Mario Kart at 9, Pokemon Sword at 10, which is great. Again, uh, these are not including digital sales, so those are going to move, obviously, uh, up in general. Um, and then also on the Nintendo Switch, broke down the top uh 10 there so animal crossing mario kart xenoblade coming in brand new at number three smash bros legend of zelda breath of the wild just dance good old just dance pokemon sword new super mario bros u deluxe luigi's mansion 3 probably because it's forced into that game bundle and super mario odyssey uh as well so there's a whole bunch of just yeah craziness just packed in there like i said it's it's uh selling games everyone's at home doing stuff even if you're starting to get out you're still spending a lot of um time at home so yeah it's really crazy just really fantastic well that does it for our kind of nintendo world news now moving on to game news uh in march nintendo revealed that the first character coming to smash Bros. ultimate fighter pass uh the second fighter pass will be from the nintendo arms fighting game now i don't know have either of you played arms Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. No, I have not. 
Oh, there's right. a there was a demo. I, I didn't buy it, but when the Switch came out, you could like pick up demos. I think there's demos of it, and they also do the free weekends. It was a game mostly to show off like the motion controls and stuff. It's mm. pretty good. They do like you know mm. tournaments and stuff. I wouldn't say it's amazing, but it's it's if it was like twenty bucks or something, probably worth it. Hmm. So, I and I don't know if you guys are aware of the characters in the game, but Nintendo has an opportunity to bring or introduce its first black character to the Smash Brothers Ultimate series, and her name is Twintel. Uh, and from Kotaku's Gita Jackson, she describes Twintel as. A dainty girl who sips tea from China, as well as having thighs that could crush a watermelon. She's literally bad and bougie, which I loved. <laughs> and I looked at a Twintel. She's very cool. I could see myself playing her if I played the game. And because of this, a lot of fans are speculating since she is a fan favorite and one of very few black Nintendo canon characters. Uh, and with everything happening in the world and the awareness and you know, Black Lives Matter movement, this is such a great time for Nintendo to bring in a black character. Um, now, the only other Dark Scene characters playable are alternate costumes for Animal Crossing Villagers and Splatoon's Inkling, along with a couple medium skin-toned costumes for the Pokemon trainers. So it would be a huge disappointment if they didn't do this. There was a Nintendo Life poll that went out that also found uh, Min Min was also a very popular choice, That the top choice at 24% of 9,500 votes. But Twintel got 20% of those votes. So they're very close, neck and neck. Um, I, I I can't stress enough, especially after Nintendo's statement, how great of a gesture it would be to introduce this character into Smash Brothers. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Nothing's been confirmed yet, but it's definitely going to be an ARMS character, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah Twin, Twin Tail is probably makes like, sense. Yeah, Twin Tail is probably yeah. my favorite too. Like, there's like mm-hmm. Spring Man and Ribbon Girl, are like the default characters, but then they added just tons of characters to the game over overall and. I would say yeah, probably Twin Tails probably was my, was my favorite. Max Brass is pretty cool too, but there's like a whole bunch of like they have a bunch of cool characters in this game. To be honest with you, and yeah, it's fascinating because when I was reading this article and I was playing Smash um, this last week, it it is kind of pretty eye opening. You're just like, oh, like that's kind of odd. But yeah, there's not only just this, but just something for Nintendo to think about and everybody to think about like going forward. Um, yeah, that they being, they haven't being more being, intentional and and yeah. you know being more inclusive, I think is a step in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Now, a game that I've been keeping an eye on for quite a while, actually, just got announced that it'll be coming to the Switch. If anybody's heard, Spellbreak is a battle royale, not unlike Fortnite. But if you've gotten sick of Fortnite and everything that it's got going on for it then this one might be a little bit more up your alley because it's dealing with uh, i guess magic more than weapons which i thought was kind of interesting so essentially you're running around you're throwing spells you're doing all the same stuff that you would with a fortnite-esque battle royale but it just has a different feel to it a little bit more strategy involved because you're trying to combine certain things so that maybe you're using fire and water against somebody else that's using i don't know air and poison or whatever their different combinations are so you're going to have those strategies involved just like other battle royales you can play with your friends it's going to be free to play and it will be coming to the switch as soon as it's done in closed beta on pc so it was something i just wanted to mention because it looked interesting looked different i know people are still playing battle royales but they maybe are sick of fortnite and want something else on the switch i think this would be a good option for it 
be interesting to see how well it does because obviously we know Fortnite just exploded when it went on to the switch and you know it's been doing very well so hopefully this will do as well and get a different audience there that wants to be able to play i thought it looked really cool personally i'd be more inclined to play this over Fortnite because i mean who doesn't like magic come on (laughs) sure and i can see that and that's what i mean it's a different different audience yeah yeah. yeah, I watched the trailer for this when it dropped on the Nintendo YouTube, and I was like, "This looks pretty cool." And then, then I saw that you put a whole article in, it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." I'm definitely up for anything new ever over Fortnite. I mean, yeah. it loves me some Fortnite, but you know, we've peaked Fortnite. Have you peaked Fortnite? I think yeah, a lot I, of people it, are ready for something new. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like any genre that you know, it's mm-hmm. it it started off as a as something big. I mean, I can think when games like call of duty and it still has its audience it still has its crowd but when those first started they were something that felt very fresh and very different and maybe battle royales in general are kind of you know they've they've become the norm so it's going to take something completely different to make it and stir it back up i think fortnite was uh it'll probably never be you know dead like people want but i think it's just sort of like it's there it's in the background it's not a, a key thing anymore and it had its time in the sun and now, you know, it's it's just a norm. It's the norm. And this maybe is going to be mm-hmm. similar. I don't know. I'll be really interested to see when it does launch because it is still a battle royale, even though it's a different take on it. I'll be really interested to see if it kind of does well, if it just kind of, you know, has lackluster uh, like results on the Switch, just because maybe people in general are, are kind of over the genre I, I don't know i'm i'm curious to see what it does i did look interested i like the look of it but i think people in general are you know we've it's if you, you either like battle royales or you don't and so it may just be like well, i'm not interested in this mm-hmm. that's a possibility I, too, I, I don't know. Nec- yeah. i don't really like battle royales but i feel like this is something i would give a chance to mm-hmm. but and, yeah, and we'll a see. lot of the comments, yeah, a lot of the comments I did see online from people were they were concerned about the performance on the Switch because they like did play beta on PC and said it seemed pretty highly demanding of resources mm-hmm. and things like that. So, but I think that is also a concern people have for almost every single game. On Everything Switch. on the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think it, it's if that's the biggest concern. I guess we'll just have to wait and see how it how it ends up performing. I feel like if it is smooth, if it does run well, a lot of people will probably like it. Yeah, absolutely. So we just got word that a Kickstarter is going on or I think it ended before this is going to be released. Mm -hmm. But essentially, it's going to be bringing colors live and maybe more importantly, a pressure sensitive stylus to the switch. It seems as if it all got funded. The Kickstarter pledged 16,000. So I believe this is 150,000 Swedish crowns, which the goal was actually blown right out of the water. They they went over by 255,000 was the result, which is just amazing. And this is- yeah, it's great. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And the the most exciting part is that now we may be getting this this uh, pressure sensitive stylus. So Sonar Pen is working with them to to bring this to the Nintendo Switch. There is a drawback that this requires a wire, but I I don't know if I really care about that so much. This wire is going to be plugging into the headphone jack. That could be the problem. Maybe people would be unfortunate. You know, they don't want to lose their headphone jack in order to do this. And it seems surprising to me that it plugs into the headphone jack and not into the charging dock, which is weird. But hey. 
now it's plugging in. So I don't know if that's a problem. I don't know if people are going to say, well, I don't, you know, I want to still be able to have this, but not have to lose one of my ports. But uh, Colors Live and the Sonar Pen are coming to the Switch. Now, if you didn't back it on Kickstarter, then you can still buy this later on down the road on their Colors Live website. You'll still be able to get them. So pretty cool that we're going to get this. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been people wanting, want one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people want one. And yeah. it's funny because you'll look up, you know, you're searching for stylus on Switch and you'll get a whole list of them. But just Nintendo, just come on, give us some that we can actually have. Nothing that was officially released, whether it was for Super Mario Maker 2 or Brain Training, came out in North America. Would Like, give us the official Nintendo stylus that we can use on our Switch and make it available here in the States. It's crazy that they haven't like released one yet, like one for just overall for the world. <laughs> yeah. And, and this one's yeah. clearly different because it has the pressure sensitivity. So like, yeah, there's a few different ways of doing that. Like on the surface books and surface machines from Microsoft, like that technology is built into the the screen. It, it has some stuff to do with the, the temp pen too, but like also like Wacom's or like the, the, those screens are all different technologies. So the switch screen isn't doing any of the hard stuff. Like the, the pen has a bunch of stuff built into it. And mm -hmm. so I think that's mm -hmm. like often you see that with like the iPad, right? There's different pressure sensitivities on that too. Um, so just different screen technology. So it's kind of cool that they're making it work generically with anything, including the switch, obviously. So you can see like the tip on it has like a weird like little thing, but it's cool that they got it to work. I think it's yeah. very, very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I would urge people to not look at the wire needing to be plugged into the headphone jack as a drawback. I think it's a feature because knowing me, I would lose the pen. So this just, this just locks it in go. that you won't lose it. It's yeah. not a drawback. It's a feature. <laughs> it's a feature. Sure. <laughs> well, that does it for our game news and, and things like that this week. Now let's move on to the top 10 bestsellers of the week. And first, pushing Minecraft Dungeons back to second place, Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, it, Michael. It was yeah, there for I mean, a minute. I, I don't really care. It's just it's funny that it, it lasted one week. That was one it. Week. We had one week away from Animal Crossing being in the top. And who knows? It was probably even just like a day or two. It probably wasn't even. Yeah, it was just the week. day. It was the hour we that we check initially checked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and then third is Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics. Fourth, playing old Minecraft. Fifth, Super Mario Party, which was 30% off. Sixth, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, which is also 30% off. Kododama, The Seven Mysteries of Fujisawa, was in seventh at 96% off. I believe that was like 90 cents or something. In eighth was Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Ninth, Xenoblade Chronicles. And tenth, Cuphead, which was 25% off. So we posted in our Discord. I don't know if all of our viewers are on Discord. I hope they aren't. Uh, but... Uh, there was a huge sale on Nintendo this week, which definitely impacted the list. So hopefully uh, everybody was able to check that out and pick something up that they liked. But Yeah, so many games were yeah. drastically reduced. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think I bought three or four games myself that were on sale yeah. this week. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if that shifts at all for next week and what, you know, how, how do those numbers carry over? And I don't know. I'm excited to see if anything else bumps up that maybe we have not seen on this list in quite a while. Now that gets us to new releases that we're into this week, and there's a couple checks on here. I'm gonna kick it right over to Mots. Yeah, I I went through all of these, and uh, it was a rough week, I would say. But the first one I did is, oh, 
what, what did I say? Like slash claws slash mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say claws K L A U S. And I had to go over to their website and, and find this. The whole game, it's, it's very similar to Super, Super Meat Boy. That's what it reminds me of, at least, uh, as far as a mm-hmm. 2D puzzle platformer. It has this like overarching self-awareness narrative where you play as Klaus and you are sort of alone, lost. You don't know where you're at. It has you know, very similar Super Meat Boy-esque graphics in a way, but you can kind of morph into like these weird like different characters and stuff like that. Um, there's six worlds, 34 levels, hundreds of rooms, a bunch of different bosses, um, multiple endings as well, which is kind of cool. Multiple playable characters. Um, yeah, I thought it looked pretty, pretty good, uh, for the games this week, at least. And, uh, I definitely did check out, uh, the, the website. It's only coming to steam PS4 and switch. Um, so just, you know, releasing all at the same time there this week. So it looks really good. A lot of high praises from different, um, some different, uh, networks as well. So definitely give that one a look. Nice. Also coming out on June 18th, which both me and Mots have checked is Ruiner. Uh, this is developed by Recon Games, and the publisher is no surprise here. Devolver Digital. This, if if this isn't a Devolver Digital game, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a brutal action, brutal adventure action strategy shooter, set in the year twenty ninety one in the city in the cyber metropolis Rangak. I think that's how you pronounce it. No, it's actually pronounced Crown. Um, <laughs> you are you play as a wired psychopath who lashes out against a corrupt system to uncover the truth and retrieve his kidnapped brother under the guidance of a secretive hacker friend. And has a really awesome soundtrack. I love the graphics. It's very dark and and mysterious. And I it, uh, I just I I love the um the style of at least the trailer. the The gameplay itself is kind of like top down strategy shooter but um even even still it's not a typical game that i would personally pick up but the environment and the whole adventure aspect to it is everything i like about games so uh i i really liked it and then it has very positive reviews on steam and it's actually the same price as it is on steam i am very wow. happy to say for the first time <laughs> yeah right yeah so yeah um i definitely recommend this one it's on my wish list already so yeah nice Nice. Yeah, I put it on here because uh, it also looked pretty cool. I was indifferent on it. Like I watched the the trailer. I was like, oh, it looks pretty cool. You know, I, I kind of got to watch it and play it. I hope there's a demo of it. That'd be really rad. I just mm. I'm going through some demos now and downloading some new demos and mm-hmm. buying some games that are on sale. But it did look very cool. I thought that it being kind of like a strategy shooter like adventure type of game looked pretty mm-hmm. intense um in general so i'll put it on my wish list i don't know if it's an insta buy but it, it is on the wish list so I'm i would say for you... me it's going to be a sale buy if it went on for mm-hmm. a, if it went on sale for like 15 dollars, i would definitely pick it up mm-hmm. um but and i will say too there were a couple different trailers and they all looked good and they all sounded great so i think that's what got me excited about it <laughs> yeah it, it looks legit so i'm pretty pretty yeah. pretty pretty um, excited to watch that one go uh, mm-hmm. I was I was indetermined if I should put the Namco museums on the on my list, but then I was like, I don't know, twenty bucks that seems expensive. And then I had to add a check for Burnout Paradise Remastered, even though it's fifty dollars, like definitely a wish list item. But fifty dollars is too much. But uh, mm-hmm. who doesn't love a little burnout? Come on now, yeah. <laughs> so definitely, I, I was thinking that one as well. It looked it looked pretty good, but fifty bucks? Are you gotta be 
kidding me? It's a little bit much, yeah. It's crazy. It's remastered, though. It's true. <laughs> yeah, true, very true. <laughs> but with that, it gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show, What You Playing. And I will just say I'll go first just because I am playing the usual stuff. We did mention the sales going on, and I did pick up a few things from the sales. I have Throne Breaker now, continuing with the Witcher uh, world that I'm in, as well as Slay the Spire, which I've been watching for quite a while and have has it's been on my wish list and then kind of watching the sales that have come and gone in the past on that game. And then finally I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, just going to buy, I think it was like 30% off, 40% off, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'll pull the trigger this on week. this. Yeah. There was a ton of good yeah. deals and and everything I've heard about Slay the Spire has been fantastic. Some of Stav from our discord also chimed in when I mentioned that I got it and they mentioned if they, they, that they are a big fan. So I'm excited. I, I think this is going to be a good one. Uh, as for me, I have good news, Michael. I, I played Bioshock. I finished it. I finished the first game, which is crazy mm. for me to finish a game in one week, <laughs> less than a week. Yeah. Wow. It was amazing. It's such an awesome game. I love the story. I teared up at the end. Just so people know, I did not harvest the little sisters. I'm not a monster. Uh, I rescued them and I'm very happy with the ending I got. When I did finish, I looked up what the alternate ending was and yeah, I'm happy with my choices. Um, nice. And yeah, I will say too, near like the end of playing i did get a pro controller i know i was going back and forth with people in the uh in our discord about it i finally got one and it made playing bioshock so much easier <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it took me a little bit to switch um gears to like hitting the minus and the plus button but you know i eventually got it, it wasn't a big deal and it's That's just nice so much controller. easier to play like that kind of game. Yeah, it's so nice. And the way I have everything set up now is I just have my screen by itself and I can lay down on my stomach and like play with my pro controller. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> game changer. Uh, and then <laughs> as far as games I got in the sale, uh, I did get Night in the Woods. I've had my eye on that for a couple of years. So um, it was on sale. Got to pick it up. What about you, Mats? Oh, my goodness. Well, I had a lot of time, obviously, since it's been a few weeks. So. Let's start with the uh, games that I shouldn't have bought for a penny, but I did anyways. Um, so <laughs> I picked up uh, a few games. I love when when penny games go on sale. So I install them, play them for five minutes and uninstall them. I picked up Blood Waves. That's the first game I picked up. It's a terrible game in general. Um, not, I mean, it's pretty, pretty not great. <laughs> I think it was on sale for a penny or 10 cents. I bought it. And, you know, the six out of 10 is on Steam is probably too gracious for it. It is. For all intents and purposes, uh, you play as this zombie killer chick, you know, and you zombies come at you in waves. And you're in the circular map. And then between each wave, you can buy stuff, upgrade your weapons and buy fort and barricade stuff. It's pretty much not fun um, in any way possible. So that's the number one. And then I also picked up Rainbows, Toilets and Unicorns. What a great name for a game. Have you seen this at all? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, was this a penny one as well? Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like a penny or 10 cents or something. And uh, it's a fast-paced shmup. Like, I just shoot them up, side-scroller. Um, yeah, and this came out. Um, it, it is free to play on the other system, so I must have paid, like, nothing for it. And, um, yeah, um, what to say about this game? It is a... Um, yeah, is it better page. than Blood Waves? Yes, it is better than Blood Waves. I played this for okay, much more well, time. Okay, well, that's good. I did not uninstall <laughs> this game. I, it left me uncomfortable. Um, so it has five levels, and it's a you know vertical shoot 'em up. You know, where you play as a um, 
I don't know, I guess there's some character writing. You, you, you're this guy who ate some ice cream and then you had to run to the bathroom and like now there's like a unicorn or something and unicorns just are using the bathroom and in and, and rainbow form. Like everything's really rainbowy and colorfully, but all the worlds are supposed to be satire. So there's like a political level and there's a emoji level. And the first level is like a religious yeah, it's like a religious level, and it's like <laughs> I don't know how I feel right now. Like I feel not okay with anything that's happening. I mean, it is it is very fast, and like the music's pretty good and whatnot. Um, it's it's a little intense. I mean, it was good for the price. I mean, it was well done. It like you know, in general, like the graphics are good and all this stuff, and there's a lot of power ups. It's very di- it's a very difficult game. Which you know, if kids saw this, it would be like you know way too intense for them mm-hmm. but uh yeah i don't i i was playing and i was like i don't know how i feel right now because <laughs> sat- i know it's satirish but it was a little bit much for me but i'll continue to play it probably um those were the two games i also just bought i will say michael will be very excited because i was going through the, the game sales because you're mentioning there's a bunch of stuff on sale and i picked up firewatch michael Oh, nice. $6. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's, Six, a, that's a good price. $6. That's a really good price. So yeah. That's almost, I think that's like a single sit down game. Like you sit down, you play it right through. Yeah. Good. Kind of like playing a movie. Hour. Yeah, it's mm. it's really, yeah. it's like a, it's like two movies. Oh, I like really, that. really, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. I, I'll be interested to see what you think. I'm excited about that. Yeah, because that's about the, that's the amount of time I, I want to play in a game, like a real game, yeah. you know, um, so it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, and this one's cool because it, it's nothing like it's definitely not a, a fast action pace, but it's just an interesting story. And I once I you got hooked, it was wow, it was it really kept me going. And it would be I did have a weird stuttering uh, issues on Nintendo's on the switch. And it was early in the game and it was only for one chunk around the lake. And you'll see you're going to try to find like somebody that's around the lake. And there was like a weird stutter for about 10 minutes. And then they, and then a game played great. I'll be interested to see if that's worked out now, if they've you know fixed it or what when you play it. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. I will, I will give a report back. I'll try to get it up for next week. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to play that. Uh, I did uh, have some time. I was, um, um, like I said, I was out of town and I had some time to play some stuff. I was doing some babysitting uh, for some family members and... They're really into Smash Brothers, Super Mario Maker, and Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Um, all of these games, by the way, are <laughs> super fantastic. Playing Super Mario or Smash Bros with kids is very much fun in general. <laughs> um, super Mario Maker, I have no idea what's going on, but they have a blast. If you have kids, you should probably just buy that. And then, you know, I picked up Super Mario Bros U Deluxe when it came out. I never really played it. And then we were playing it. I was like, wow, this game is really good. Um, mm. So should probably do that. But the biggest game of the week, I picked it up, Clubhouse Games. It's a thing that happened. Nice. I will also mention that you can buy the demo for free. So that's, so I guess you can get it for free. You don't have to even buy it because it's free. And there are four free games just included. You can do just in it. There's the full four games of 51. So what's that? 5% of the game is completely free. <laughs> get it free. <laughs> get it for free. Four or five games. Um, so maybe it's 10% of games. And yeah, I started playing through some of the games. It's a really beautiful looking game. Uh, I started playing some. So I just was like, okay, let's let me, you know, just play some online games. And I played some some hockey, air hockey online. I played some like uh, some some of the baseball games, some other card games. The 
it's a really fun game if you're playing with people, mm-hmm. like real people that are friends. Because what I've noticed so far is when I play online, there are some games like air hockey or whatever that, you know, you're just going to play for 30 seconds and it doesn't really matter. But there's other games such as, you know, Texas Hold'em or baseball in which if you're playing the game, it's not like they're long, maybe like five minutes or so, 10 minutes for certain card games. What I've noticed is that, especially in baseball, which is pretty fun, actually, it's really hard. uh, You'll be playing and then if you're winning, the other person just drops and there's no penalty for dropping. Like there's no ranking or anything. And as soon as Mm. one person drops, the whole thing is just over. So let's say you have four people playing in Texas Hold'em and if one person drops, it just boots you out and you're like, Oh, Oh. okay. And then you wasted all that time. Yeah. (laughs) So that's kind of a bummer uh, in general, Mm. but I need to play a little bit more. I can't give like my, my full breakdown, but as far as the graphics, the setup, the amount of games and everything like that is quite fun. Uh, Heather and I need to play it. I downloaded the demo so she can, she can um, take a look at it. I think it's like the full game that that's actually Mm. on the demo version because it, it was a big download. It's very beefy. So I think it's the whole game just in a different mode. There's probably just like one Boolean that's like is demo or whatever and just like limits it to to the five games or whatever. But yeah, so far the 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 play, the setup is fun. I like the online play because um, it'll show you like here are active games that people are playing. So you have a better chance of matching with people. And what you do is you pick three games. You're like, I'm going to pick these three games and it'll match you with one of them. And that's kind of fun because, um, you know, there's so many games. If you're like, I really want to play this game, but nobody's playing it or mm-hmm. wants to match with it, it, you at least have two other options. So it's it's quite quite nice in, in that regard of how they thought about doing it. So, yeah, it's pretty good so far for 40 bucks or whatever. That was a good price. And I do like that, uh, that the demo version comes with a bunch of games for free. So definitely check that out if you haven't downloaded it yet. It's free. So I don't I don't know why you wouldn't download it. Yeah. So boom. hopefully they'll get that dropping thing sorted, though, and a yeah. better way to do that. Yeah, it it definitely stinks. Um, and because it, it just doesn't even say like, oh, you win or like this. Right? Usually if people drop from the game, like you'll just automatically win or something like that. But sure, you can't stop people. But you're like, OK, well, you, I know you're losing. But like, let me like play the game a little bit. It's like you're just going to take you an extra 30 seconds. Like whatever. It, but. It de- it, 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 basically, it's a a game breaker by yeah. doing it that way you know especially if it's a multiplayer game where you have three other people still there mm-hmm. and then now you just booted everybody it's like are you kidding me why why can't the three of us keep playing at yeah. least yeah that was yeah. annoying so hmm. we'll see how it goes as we can as i continue to play but so far like i said pretty good and it's in the top of uh, sellers and people were playing it online so it's a thing that's happening but i think the local nice. like i could see how the the local air hockey table like, could be really good because your fingers are on there and stuff like that. You know, you don't have to like use a controller. Mm-hmm. So I do like that it's it's making full use of the switch, which I appreciate. Like the touchscreen controls online, the the download play, things like that. So I thought that was pretty, pretty nice. That's awesome. I did get the the demo and I played around with it. And it was really nice to see just sort of the level of uh like the quality that went into a game that's just a game about games. And it was even just the the menus and things like that have a nice level of uh, polish to them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so too. Yeah. 
I guess we did. I guess we'll wrap up the podcast. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We got a nice short and sweet one this week. You can of course follow us on nintendodispatch.com for all of your Nintendo Dispatch goodness. If you can follow us on our Discord, there's a button up there. There's a uh, Twitch uh, Twitch account that we have and also a Twitter account. So you can do all the things. Just go find the things. And that's going to be it. Till next week, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch. <laughs>